You're listening to Leader FM. Leader FM is hosted by executive coach Dr. Scott Francis and marketing media man Tony Creech. When you approach people, um, one of the things I've heard you say, and you just correct me if this is this is right or wrong, is that you you it's important for you that there's a difference between what good leadership is and what bad leadership yeah. is. Yeah. How do you talk about well, that? The way like, you approach it. I, I often hear people. Um, make the mistake of saying, that's not leadership. That's leadership over there. And what they're saying is, that's crappy and that's good. So that's real leadership and that other stuff over there is not. And that's simply not true. Any any time somebody is a catalyst to change for a society, they're leading, right? They're, they're, if, if they're making it turn one way or the other, there's leadership happening. So, you know, you can just like like, you would be wrong to say that Hitler wasn't a leader. Hmm. He was definitely a leader. Not a, now, what he did for society was horrible, mm-hmm. but he was a leader. And so, mm-hmm. so leadership can be good and bad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's maybe too simple a way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. So looking at the manifesto, mm-hmm. that my thing was substance is uh, when you've got that depth of character mm-hmm. that there is a higher chance of the good within you outweighing the bad. As a line in your, if, if you were, if you phrased it like, I believe there is such a good thing as good leaders and bad leaders. Is that the way you would state it? Yes, except it, it'd be deeper. I believe there are good leaders and I believe there are bad leaders and I believe that you're both. Mm. Right? I think they're like, like the good leader and the bad is in both of us. And, and it is a major, major error to think that I'm one of the good ones and those people over there are the bad ones because all of a sudden we stop. I would never say that. No, you would never. Would. No. <laughs> <laughs> so there are good leaders and bad leaders and we are both. Yes. So if you are a person of substance, mm-hmm. it, is, it, it is more likely that you're going to look at your own life with a higher degree of of um, reflection, mm-hmm. uh, suspicion mm-hmm. that the, 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 the dark side might be showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be more likely to get your ego, the negative parts of it, out of the way because you are a person of substance, mm-hmm. right? If you're a person who's, who's a little more shallow or more by substance, I, I would mean that you let, your, you let your ego have its way with you. You're blown mm-hmm. about like the flotsam and jetsam on, on the ocean. Um, then it's more likely that you're going to just fly off the handle or do things uh, in such a way that it's much more selfish as opposed to serving other people. Mm. So, so <clears throat> we are, uh, when you look at us being good and bad, how would you, how would you describe that? What does that look okay, like? Well, I think you said something about a shadow. Okay, so shadow, that's, that's a deep... And, and we're getting into the language here uh, of how you use the term shadow. Mm. Um, and uh, I, when, when it comes to the shadow work, mm-hmm. uh, what we mean by that is that you're, you're, you're being honest about those dark aspects of yourself mm. and you're trying to safely integrate them into what mm-hmm. you are being mm. as opposed to trying to push them down. Mm. Okay. So, so when you say shadow, you mean the, 
dark side of ourselves for things okay. that we don't like that we do. Or? Yeah, this, okay, so this there needs just a moment here to explain this. So, yeah. so uh, this is based on Carl Jung's work mm. on shadow, and here's here's how it works. He he says that um, we all need to be able to bring a persona to whatever we're doing in work and in life and whatnot. And by that, he means this. Society requires that we behave a certain way. Sometimes, in order to succeed, you have to pretend, right? So, for example, uh, sometimes uh, when I'm working with a customer, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the emergency field, I'm called at three or four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and I go rushing out there to deal with the crisis and I need to show up and not give any kind of indication that I'm upset that I got woken up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. right? Even though a little bit I am, right? Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that's just saying, I really wish I was sleeping right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to bring a, a high degree of professionalism. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a good one there. Professionalism mm-hmm. is a form of persona. Mm-hmm. So you're putting on a you're mask. describing college students right now. <laughs> Maybe. There's a part of yeah. me that wishes it was sleeping right <laughs> now. <laughs> So, so you need to be able to put on this mask. And, and if you're not able to do a, a degree of pretending, mm-hmm. then you're going to end up uh, having a lot of trouble in your professional and personal life. Mm-hmm. To a point. Now, so here's the thing. Whenever you pretend to be something mm-hmm. and there's a part of you that is, that, that is not, mm-hmm. it casts a shadow. That's what Jung said. It casts a shadow into your psyche. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's it's and anything good casts a shadow, mm-hmm. right? So I may be I may be pretending to have everything together, but on the inside mm-hmm. there is a shadow being cast of chaos, mm. right? Um, you may have someone who's putting on the persona of being very prim and proper, right? Mm-hmm. But on the inside they're a bit more of a of a adventuring crazy person, mm-hmm. right? When the Shadow cast is really dark. Mm-hmm. In other words, by, but what it means is that that shadow is the opposite of what society is calling for. Mm-hmm. Then we start to become uh, embarrassed by that shadow in ourselves, and we try and squish it down. Mm-hmm. And that's that's repression, is what that does. Okay, so, so if so if so, I, so if I really that took people if deep, hey? Yeah, if there's a part of me. And I mean, do you, you, is your, your use of shadow strictly Jungian or like you, or is it just, is there just also just, well, okay. So like, I mean, that, you can think of that, that sounds uh, like, I'm just wondering if, if some people can also just think of things they think are bad that are within themselves. Are those usually linked to personas? Well, yeah. See, here's the thing. When you say something bad within myself, usually we're talking about Something about my work environment requires me to be a certain thing. Yeah. And so I have to put the opposite of that away because that's bad. For example, losing your temper. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Most cases, we would say losing your temper is a bad thing. Generally. But there are moments where losing your temper is exactly what's needed in the situation. Mm. And um, Like if you were on the Avengers. The Avengers? Oh, the movie The Avengers? Sure. Oh, I get you to say it now. Yeah, you had to catch that on video too, yeah. <laughs> Change your background green. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's a good example there. He is repressing, mm-hmm. the Hulk you're talking, is repressing anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's, that's when he's the, 
the man, mm-hmm. and then he lets the anger come, and then that's why that's why I'm wondering about how you approach dealing with it because in my in my you know in, in my journey, I remember being young and being afraid of my own ambition and okay. process that now, but like back then, it felt kind of hulkish where I would try to avoid being in charge well and 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 when I would get in charge finally uh, because I, I didn't want to be in charge because I was worried that that's a bad thing to have ambition to want to be the leader that's like it only could be ego only could be bad therefore I, I the good person is the person who's like I don't want to be in charge and then sometimes because of all that repression it felt like a giant spring that would spring over and then I'd be very I could just it goes to a point and then I'm like no more and I become a tyrant and I attack yeah. and seeing that in myself was really hard especially because if you're like that and you finally explode you have a lot of mental justifications for your explosion so it, it was really hard for me to see I had like you know unless you can really learn to hear what other people say about you and trust that they can see things you can't see from your position, it's it's really hard. But okay. I guess I saw this thing in myself and I thought I was trying to get rid of it or trying to avoid it, either by position or by uh, repression. Um, and how, so how do you approach the fact that we have these, like, how do you, yeah, how do you approach that? So, okay. And you've worked with me, so I know a bit of your approach, but I'd like to hear more about Yeah, so ambition. That piece there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great one to bring in here with the shadow and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Because leaders, that, that's, it's right at the center of, of leaders' uh, growth development. Ambition is a piece that, is, that flows from ego. Okay? And uh, too often, we make the mistake of saying that a good leader has no ego. So get rid of get rid of ego, and then you're going to be just this perfect leader. Well, then the problem is, if that's true, then then that that ambition which says I want to make something of myself, mm-hmm. then that goes away too, and and we become just just uh, subservient uh, slaves, mm-hmm. and that's the last thing you want. Um, with a lot of the companies I work with on succession planning. They're hunting around their HR departments. They've got feelers out amongst their staff looking for people to tap for leadership. And they're looking for that piece. Are they ambitious enough? Mm-hmm. Because if, if without ambition, they're not going to do any kind of training. They're not yeah. going to, you know. Yeah. Without drive, you're not going to drive. Yeah, you need to have that. And the, like, the, I mean, you got young girls. I got, my, my daughter's now as a teen. When she gets into dating seriously, the last thing I want to see is her dating somebody who has no ambition? That's like the that's like the nightmare from TV shows, right? It's yeah. Like, here's here's my boyfriend Greg, and Greg's like, I don't care about work. Yeah. So I mean, Greg might have this perfect ego <clears throat> that is not non-existent, mm-hmm. but as a result, he's not going to make something of himself. So, so, so some people use ego in a negative way, like Ryan Holiday. Some of the, some people have written about ego, and, and but they 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 redefine it as only the bad parts mm-hmm. of drive and stuff. But you don't. You don't necessarily separate them? Well, okay. Now we're getting into the language around how you define ego. Yeah. And depending what psychologist you're talking to, they each define it a little different. Mm. So, but what I'm getting at is it's that part within yourself that that drives for ambition, Mm -hmm. but also can be easily bruised and which you want to protect. Mm. Uh, And that's the problem is way Mm. too often we get into defense mechanisms. 
Mm-hmm. Because the last thing I want is for mm-hmm. somebody to tell me something I don't want to hear, which makes me feel bad about who I am. Mm-hmm. Right? And so leadership, it, it, it's, it's amazing how many leaders I see mm-hmm. who need to feel like they're the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Right? Or they need to feel like they are loved by everybody. And that runs into major problems, right? Michael Scott? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great example. I can't think about him. Otherwise, I will start acting like him. 